Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 9. Bear Attack. The sun rose the next morning with a wonderful show of pink and gold above the treetops. Now ain't that pretty. Won't be long until it warms you up, Jake commented as they huddled around the fire and ate an early breakfast. Jeff's got the raft packed, all except the breakfast gear. So soon as you're done, get along to the raft. Do we get to raft all day again, Chris asked. Nope, we're only two hours from Rocky Reach Campground. Then we head for home. Mr. Shue tried to sound delighted, but no one seemed eager to leave. Isn't anyone excited about going home? Not really, Willie said. I miss my dog, but I'd like to see Bonzo again. I don't want to go home, Maria thought. Not if I'm going to get in trouble for something. She pulled the wrinkled note out of her pocket and looked at it again. Hey, there's Bonzo, Chris yelled, jumping up. A black furry animal was climbing onto the shore. Jake grabbed Chris. Stop, he ordered. Everybody get to the raft now. That's a bear, and his mama will likely be right behind him. Let's go, Willie called as he pushed his wheelchair away from the table. Mr. Teller grabbed the handles and quickly pushed Willie's chair over the pebbles. Come on, Maria, Diddy yelled as she ran. Maria, Jenny called from the raft. Maria could hear the other kids calling her, but she didn't move. She watched the little bear as he shook the water off his shaggy coat. He was smaller than Bonzo. He didn't have a white bib, but he was kind of cute, and Maria turned. Something was in the bushes. She could just make out black fur. Maybe it's really Bonzo this time, she thought. I hope he doesn't scare this cute little teddy bear away. She took a step toward the cup. Abruptly, a larger bear bounded out of the bushes, making blowing sounds. She stopped and stared at Maria. Maria's heart pounded and her legs wouldn't move. She heard quick steps on the pebbles, but she just stared at the mother bear. Then, deep from the chest of Mama Bear, a low growl rumbled. Her ugly yellow teeth gleamed in the sun. Her eyes were still fixed on Maria. Suddenly, with a loud roar, she lunged toward Maria. Maria spun around and raced toward the raft. She had taken only a few steps when she banged into Jeff, who was running toward her. He snatched her up and raced across the stones. She felt herself falling as Jeff tossed her into the raft. He gave it a mighty shove away from the shore and jumped in. Maria lay in a heap in the bottom of the raft, trembling all over. As the raft entered the swift current, the kids saw the baby bear standing up on their picnic table, licking up the last of the pancakes. The mother bear calmly rummaged in the storage box, looking for more food. Finally, Jake spoke in a quiet voice. Good thing that wasn't a grizzly bear. What about the big box? Dee Dee asked anxiously. You can't just leave your stuff. I have no real plans to be Mama Bear's breakfast, he answered. I'll get the gear later. Mr. Jake? Sammy looked puzzled. How did you know there'd be two bears? Well, the first one was so small I figured it would have a mama and she'd be right behind him. And a mama bear is a mite mean if you get near her baby. Jeff guided the raft to a sandy beach downstream a ways. The kids climbed out of the raft to put on their wetsuits and life jackets. All but Maria. She seemed unable to move. Come on, Maria. Dee Dee held out her hand to help Maria from the raft. You've got to put on your wetsuit. Maria didn't move. Her eyes stared straight ahead. That bear, she paused, her eyes big. That bear wanted to attack me. A big tear rolled down her cheek and her hands shook. Oh, she had nothing against you, Jeff said, reaching in and lifting Maria from the raft. She just wanted to protect her baby. 
If you ever come that close to a bear again, Jake said as he joined them, be sure Jeff is there to grab you. What if he hadn't been there? Dee Dee asked as she zipped her wetsuit. What if we're alone? What do we do then? Well, first you could yell and throw things, Jake answered. The bear might get scared and go away. Tony would tell you that if nothing else works, curl up in a tight ball and play dead. Takes lots of courage, but it would protect your face and tummy. The kids shivered. And if that there bear thought you were dead, he added, then she'd know you wouldn't hurt her baby, so maybe she'd leave you alone. Now let's get going. Here are your helmets, everybody, Jeff said, handing them out. Now you're all ready for the last leg of this trip. Hop in. They were silent as their raft glided down the river through the forest. Finally, Jeff spoke softly. You know, black bears are really pretty nice. They don't like to attack people. Remember, that one only jumped at Maria. It didn't chase her. If it had been me, I would have climbed a tree, Chris mumbled. Jake chuckled. Why, a black bear can climb a tree so fast he can pass you up and be waiting for you when you get where you're planning on going. After that, they rode in silence again. Just as they floated around the last bend, Jake put his fingers in his mouth and gave a shrill whistle. It was answered by a deep woof, woof. Bonzo, Chris and Willie shouted almost at the same time. And there he was, wading out into the river to greet them, with a good-sized tree branch in his mouth. White bib, squished nose, and all. I had a hunch he'd be here. Hey, wait until we dock, Jake called, as Chris seemed about to climb out to meet Bonzo. Jeff guided the raft to the dock and tied it up. Okay, now you can get out. The kids danced around Bonzo, patting him and hugging him. Bonzo sat in the middle, tail wagging. His big tongue hung out, kissing everyone. Tony had been sitting at a picnic table reading a book. She laughed as she watched Bonzo and the kids. He wanted to come and say goodbye, she said to Mrs. Shue. So here we are. Thanks for bringing him, Mrs. Shue said. The kids will always remember him when they think of this trip. And Bonzo will be looking for these kids on every raft that passes. He hasn't had so much attention for a long time. As Mrs. Shue went to help load the van, Maria quietly sat down beside Tony. After a few minutes, Tony spoke softly. This has been quite a trip for you, Maria. Maria nodded, keeping her eyes on the table. The lump was back in her throat. I'm sorry I got upset with you before. Tony put her arm around Maria's shoulders and said, Don't worry, I understand, and I'm sure you'll get things worked out with your brother. Maria blinked fast to keep a tear from spilling over and running down her cheek. I have two brothers, Tony said. Even now, sometimes they do something that makes me so mad, but then they do something else that reminds me that they really love me, and I love them. Maria gave Tony a watery smile. Thanks, she managed to say. I guess I'd better go help carry stuff. The story you have heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, Book 11, Rattlesnake River Adventure, written by Sandy Zog, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.